week, we want to learn the secret to the face of God. We want to learn how we can see the face of God. Because one day God is going to come out of his hiding. God is going to come out of where he is hidden. You know, angels saw God for the first time when they saw Jesus. They saw Jesus. Bible is in the book of Timothy. God manifests in the flesh. Seen of angels. For the first time they saw God. But only when he became manifest in the flesh. Hallelujah. You say, what about the angels that stand around his throne? Go and read it again. With two wings, they cover what? Their face. Because they can't look at the glory of the face of the Father. But Bible says that there are a people that that face has been reserved for. That will be our ultimate reward. And we need to labor into it. Being born again alone is not enough. That's why we labor. That's why we learn. That's why we eschew evil. We hate evil. We hate unrighteousness. We suffer persecution. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we're here again for you to stir up our hearts, oh God. To follow you hard. To follow hard on you, Father. Lord, we're here again. Irrespective of the winds. Irrespective of the turbulence, oh God. Irrespective of the storm, Father. Thank you, Lord, for building us up a people of God. A people of God. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, welcome everyone. Please, who can, as our tradition, let's, um, what did we share last Saturday? pastor taught us last Saturday and it was so explosive that utterance was was almost, you know, there are some things that you see in the spirit or wells up in your heart and there are no words to utter them. The glory of God cannot be described. How can you describe the glory of God? Is it light? Is it the sun shining? Hallelujah. Is it uh, the beautiful flowers? What is it? Praise God. We can't describe the glory of God. Praise God. We can't. Until we enter into the spirit realm fully, you can't describe the glory. But we know that there is a glory of God. Right? And we live for that glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So who can't... Um, Let's have one or two response quickly, quickly. Yes, Sister Azuka, please give her the mic. Okay, I have Sister Azuka, I have. Uh, David and Smart. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, we talked about how important the word of God is and how we'll be built by the word of God. And we talked about the our identity. Uh, how God is in us and uh, we, we need that to be unveiled. It's not being seen on the physical but as we feed on the word and we are being built by the word, eventually it will be unveiled. So we talked about that identity can only be revealed or where we are in identity uh, or where we are as regards to us, manifesting God can only be revealed 
by the word of God. So what the word of God is our tracker to us being unveiled as his church. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Yes, that was that dimension. All right, smart. Okay, so we talked about the word of God being the word of the kingdom. We came from the parable of the sower where it says that if anyone does not understand this parable, cannot understand the mysteries of the kingdom. And so we need to really track what the parables of Jesus to see and understand how much the word of God is in us. And we talked about the word of God being the word of the kingdom dwells inside of us and it begins to revealed gradually. Gradually comes out and begin to see the glory. We talked about um, a pregnant woman as an illustration of the word of God is that um, pregnant woman, when, what we see is just somebody that's stomach is um, big, but that pregnant woman is carrying spirit, body, and soul at the same time. And no matter what happens, there is a covering, protection around that. And so that's how the word of God is until that child comes out. The word of God will bring out Christ in us. As it takes time, it takes time. And um, I think looking at that pregnant woman, uh, the other day, uh, the next day, I think I saw something in Luke, which they talked about Elizabeth. It says, um, the Holy Spirit said in, the, in that scripture, it said, Elizabeth uh, was, he told Mary that Mary is, that Elizabeth is about giving birth, the one whom they called barren. So people were calling her barren at that point, but she was pregnant of a child. So what people are seeing, we said last week that um, the world knows us not. But when that will be revealed, it will be as he is. So Elizabeth then, they never, they never knew her. They don't understand what was going on in her. The whole world called her barren. But Mary, it was revealed to Mary, and she knew in her that she was carrying something from, of God. So that's how we are. Until it's been revealed, the whole world doesn't know us. So we have to see ourselves the way God is seeing us. Not the way the world is seeing us. Not the way circumstances around us is seeing us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. David, Dio, you try to... Okay. Hallelujah. All right. In addition to what has been said, uh, there was something was said last week that's... All right. Uh... Whenever the word of God comes to us that there are spirits that is watching over that word to, so that that word will not produce its life in us. I want to bring in that aspect. It will not produce its life in us. Papa also talked, now from that perspective, talked about the place of warring. When the word of God comes into us, uh, taking it from the parable of, of the sower, uh, the birds of the air, that's a place of warfare, allowing the word of God to produce 
are what it talks about in us. And in that warfare, one of the ways we war is that we, ha we, we should agree with the word. Talked about agreeing with the word. And the scripture uh, that he raised from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, 3 to 16. He also talked about the place of incubating the world. Uh, talked about where he talked about the pregnant woman. That's a place of incubating the world until the world are formed that every word of God have the capacity to form what it talks about. And uh, uh, we should un also understand why whenever the word of God comes, is coming to us, there are also spirits that are fighting that word so that that word will not produce what it talks about. So there's a, also a place of which warning with the word by agreeing with that word and allowing that word to, as it stays long in us, it produces that life from inside of us. Hallelujah. You want to say? Yeah, just to, just to add just one sentence. Um, one of the things that also stood out to me, what Papa said last week, was um, bed likes seeds. Like, bed likes to, they like to, if you watch them very well, they like to eat seeds. And with the explanation of what they said, and when I was playing, watching it, it just dawned on me about how, and this seed comes in form of thoughts. They come in from in form of, you know, for in every meeting, there is just a word to somebody. It's not in the two hours of what the preacher preaches, but that's just one word to somebody. And that is your own seed from the extract of the word of God that we need to journey with. But birds in, our, in this context sometimes are those thoughts of our hearts. How do I do this? How do I do that? Those spirits are fighting those seeds not to find a place to, to germinate, to grow. So that really stood out to me. And um, I saw a couple of things share when we're praying. That's why I have Okay. And when um, Brownamdi was... Are, if you discern that it's... There are things that... Yeah. Yes. When Brownamdi was... When he released that string, um, in Jamaica walked in, and um, he really, like, he's still with us, and he really stayed with us, and um, he's currently at that place, um, resonating with the sound that is coming out. And I also believe that um, we should receive that, and especially in praises and in form of like um, spiritual manifestation of dance and um, chant and all. Yeah. Hallelujah. Um, when I, when um, he said that we should, that this is our last meeting for the year, I believe I heard the Lord resist that. I heard the Lord, I felt the Lord resist that. So. I shared my thoughts with him, with Pastor. And um, I believe the Lord wants us to come again. Somehow, I think the Lord doesn't even want us to shut down. Somehow, um, there's a stirring that, you know, there's something God is doing in our midst. There's a stirring, a, a spiritual training, a build up to what he wants to do. That we must not sleep into sleep into vacation mode um, if I'm permitted to use that word but we'll trust the Lord for direction so we'll have preparing his bride next week Saturday we'll have preparing his bride next week Saturday praise God hallelujah um, we also acknowledge the presence of his holy angels in our midst I kept declaring that the Lord is in the place the Lord is here the king of glory is here hallelujah Praise God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Now, the secret of our lives is, is in the Word of God. I just want to continue from that stream, okay? The secret of our lives, the secret of who we are, the secret of who we would ever become. There's no other place where you will find who you truly are but in the Word of God. It's the Word of God that will show you who you are. It's the Word of God that will show you your victories. It's the Word of God that will show you your, uh, your inheritance. You see, but when we use inheritance, sometimes it sounds either too far away or it's either sounding unrealistic, intangible, or we are bringing it down to the material world. Okay? However, God wants us to morph in our thoughts and in our hearts so that we can receive the inheritance that is in the word, the promises of the word. I observed something when I was praying yesterday night. I observed that whenever I began to declare, I'm praying, I'm all by myself, right? But whenever I began to declare consistently the word of God, consistently the word of God, I begin to pick up stirrings. How many of you know that when you are praying all by yourself, you can tell, if it's an angel there, it, it can let you know by, you'll just hear one noise from nowhere, you know, like a crack will come from one part. Sometimes it's also evil, right? So you will discern which one is it. Is it, is it the movement of an angel or, uh-huh. Sometimes when you need to pray and you are sleeping off, out of the blues, you will just hear something. I don't think that one is an evil spirit. Is it? I think it's the angel of the Lord telling you, don't sleep. Wake up. Don't sleep. You can do without this sleep now. Hallelujah. So I noticed that there was just a stirring. There was just a change in the atmosphere. When I engaged the word of God more deeply and engaged in the word of God for, you know, a time. Give myself five, ten minutes just declaring the word, declaring the word, declaring the word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, last week he said something very clearly. He said we need to incubate the word of God. The reason why you face defeat, the reason why I face defeat is because we are not incubating the word of God. It's not because Satan is stronger. Okay, it's not because Satan has a higher authority. Praise God. It's just because God's children are lazy. God's children are lazy. While I was asking the Lord to teach us his fear, and, you know, it dawned on me. Not that it dawned on me. We always, we know that, we say it, that children of Satan fear Satan. They fear Satan fiercely. They know it's no nonsense, right? They know it's, it's I was sharing with someone, I said, in that kingdom, they hate themselves. They fight themselves. For you to climb higher, you have to kill a, your own, somebody higher than you. So they do all kinds of things for spiritual power. You know? But here, yeah, we're children of mercy. So we go to sleep. We're children of mercy. We like grace. We like mercy. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. If, if, if they see you very fervent in the spirit, ah, calm down. <laughs> calm down. It's not that hard. It is that hard. It is that hard. Hallelujah. It is that hard. 
Praise God. So we need to take time to labor in the word of God. Labor in the word of God. Last weekend, I had the opportunity to minister to someone. And Satan would just shoot fear at her. Just an arrow of fear. And that fear, her body would be shaking, vibrating. Her heart, palpitations would start. And then she would call me. It has started. What has started? What has started? This is fear. Rebuke fear. So I will pray, rebuke fear, rebuke fear, call peace. She will calm down. Then she will go to sleep. She will sleep for like 10, 20 minutes. The enemy will throw that dart again. Bam! And then she will jack up from the sleep and say, it has started. You know? Then somebody will tell her, go and check your BP. Go, go. Go and check your blood pressure. Go and check your blood pressure. She was at the airport. She was supposed to take a flight. And everything was fine. She was walking to her gate. Suddenly that thing told her, go and check your blood pressure. And she left to go and check her blood pressure. They called her. You want to check your, when is your flight? Oh, they called the doctor. Why don't you go? She said, no. She doesn't have energy to walk to the airport clinic where the doctor is. Just that sentence. Oh, you can't travel. Let's see. They called, the minute the doctor touched her, she said her entire body changed. Instantly. An issue started. Issue started. And she will call Nigeria. She will call this pastor. She will call that pastor. She will call this one. And everybody was saying the same thing. Rebuke fear. Rebuke fear. Stand on the word of God. Rebuke fear. Hallelujah. So yesterday, she called me. She called another sister of ours. After praying with her, she'll be fine. So the last time she called me, I said, can you go and quicken your mind with God's word? I said, can you make, take a decision, make up your mind that the one that holds the key of death is Jesus Christ? Huh? Are you a child of God? The one that holds the keys of death and hell is Jesus. It's not in the hands of Satan. I said, the, your problem is unbelief. The only person, the only person that has the power to take your life if God is in you, if Christ is in you, is Almighty God. It's not Satan. Yet in the book of Revelation, the Bible says that we will find in, when the harlot, when that prostitute, when the, with the, 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 the queen that sat upon many waters, that the day of her judgment, he said, in her shall be found the blood of prophets, shall be found the blood of saints. Why is that? Why? Why would the blood of prophets be found in her? In the day of her judgment. Why will the blood of saints be found in her? Why will the blood of children of God be found in her? Because just like the children, just like the church in the Old Testament, the word which we heard did not profit us because we did not what? Mix it with faith. Because we did not mix it with faith. So I challenged her and said, nobody, nobody, I'm a witness. Nobody can say, I will kill you. Nobody. Nobody. The keys of death is not in the hands of Satan anymore. Jesus has it. Hallelujah. It's in the hands of Jesus. Jesus said, I hold the keys of death and hell. And God is waiting for you to prove his word. God wants to use you as a wave offering to the nations. As a wave offering. 
to demonstrate the victory of the cross and resurrection. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we need to spend time. We need to spend time in God's word. I want us to treasure the word of God. Treasure the word of God. Spend time on the word. Spend time listening to the word of God. Spend time uh, 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 um, meditating on the word of God. Spend time listening to messages that will unlock some things in you. There are some teachings that when you hear, it will unlock something on the inside of you. So that we can be built up. God wants to raise Zion, a city, a strong city on the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want us to, you know, God wants to remove childishness from us. Because there are hunters. We have the Nimrods of this earth. Huh? There are hunters. There are sons of Satan, sons of darkness. They will attend your prayer meeting. It's not prayers. They will pray with you. They will even pray more than you, sir. Eh, is it fasting? They will fast, Jare. Fast more than you. But they are in your midst to deny you justice. Eh? They are in your midst to pervert justice. Now, if you don't know that, you, 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 are, you, you, are, you are a naive child of God. You have been deceived. We don't want to be deceived anymore. I was deceived way back. Ask my husband. Once everybody is doing, ah, child of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But we must go beyond the physical and enter into the realm of the spirit. And love all men doesn't have anything to do with love. Praise God. Jesus is teaching us how to love your enemies. He said, if your enemy is hungry, do what? Feed him. Give him food to eat. He said, if he's thirsty, do what? Give him water. Give him food. Whatever he needs, give him. But don't be deceived that he's not your enemy. Never think that your enemy is no longer your enemy because he's eating from you. Don't be deceived. Hallelujah. Let's, let's look at... Um, a scripture first Peter chapter 1 the scripture we read last week I just want to um, since you have purified verse 22 since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love of the brethren in sincere love of the brethren in Lamb's Wife we are reading love the way to victory right now praise God sincere love of the brethren I want you to mark that word sincere huh? sincere sincere means not it means without hypocrisy. That's what it means. It means without hypocrisy. You know, there are certain things the Lord said he hates. He said he hates it when a man tells his neighbor, greets his neighbor very well, but inside his heart is evil. In the book of Proverbs, he said the Lord hates it. Hmm? He said, woe to the man 
Not just that he hates it. He said, woe to the man whose only greeting is outward, but in his heart is evil. Praise God. But Bible is telling us here, you have purified your souls. So the purification is the, our soul is what God is looking for. It's our souls that will cause us to inherit the Father. It's what we do with our souls that will cause us to inherit the Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So Bible says one of the ways that will purify our soul or if you ask me, a major ingredient of purifying the soul is love towards one another. And Bible calls it sincere love of the brethren. Love without hypocrisy. Hallelujah. He says love one another fervently with a what? A pure heart. In one sentence, sincere and pure purity. A pure heart. And in the book, uh, Love the Way to Victory, Ken Hagen is saying, make sure, I think in uh, the first chapter, second or third page, I can't remember. He said, make sure that everything you do, the motive behind it is love. So when I read that, I began to judge myself. I began to, I, I looked back and I said, okay, these are things I've done in the past one week, two weeks. Some things you've done, they stand with you you know, they stand before you glaringly all the time, right? Did I do this because of love? Did I give because of love? Did I help because of love? Or did I do it just... Just do it and get on with it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Did I correct my correction that I corrected my brother and my sister? Is it because of love? Because if it is because of love, then it will produce a fruit in the brother's life. Not condemnation, not rejection, not... Do you understand what I'm saying? Praise God. He said, everything that you do, and that's a good check. That's simplifying it, making it simple for us. Because the Lord wants to raise you as a pillar in his house. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't be... The, 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 you can't be that pillar with impurities in you. It's not possible. We've heard so much. You know, God has given us so much prophetic prophet promises about the manner of men he wants us to be. The Davids, the angels, the Moses. I want you to be a Moses. What was Moses like? What was Moses' life like? I want you to be a David. What was David's life like? Right? Or when we think of Moses, maybe we think of just going to Pharaoh to go and wrestle the children of Israel out of the hands of Pharaoh. But something must have qualified him to take on that government. Something must have qualified him for that scepter. Bible called him the meekest man on the earth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So strength, strength, the strength we're looking for, the authority we're looking for, 
the dominion, the power we're looking for. What will birth it for us is purity of heart. It's purity of heart. That our hearts will be free from guile. Praise God. Our hearts will be free from guile. Our hearts will be free from envy. Our hearts will be free from jealousy. Our hearts will be free from lies. Our hearts will be free from lies. You know, the tongue can tell the truth, but the heart is lying, even though the mouth is speaking the truth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, Bible is saying here, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. You know, my husband was trying to get us to see that we are children of the word of God. It's the word of God that gave birth to us. We've, we've dwelt so long with the one born by flesh. We've dwelt so long with the one born by blood. But God wants us to be awakened to the consciousness that we are born of the word of God. Being born of the word of God, the incorruptible word of God that lives and abides forever. So if you are born of the word that lives and abides forever, then you ought to live and abide forever. Am I correct? You ought to live and abide forever. I, 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 I think I, I need, we need to judge the spirit of slumber. Too many people are sleeping off. Let's pray in the spirit. Father, we stir up your life in our midst right now. We rebuke slumber. We rebuke the spirit of slumber. We receive the power and the ministry of the blood. The blood, the blood over the hearts, over the minds right now. In the name of Jesus, say Kopota Maragaba Sonegebo Otoyina Eshakataka Parakapapa Eseke Tenegeboro Sotalaba Eleke Poronogobo Sita Eseke Teke Porogobo Esikataka Paragaba Sotalagaba Eseke Tende Keseke Potelebobo Ebronegeboro Sokotayanagaba Shilagaba Esekataka Baba Baba Erogodegeboro Sikatanagabaya Father, we ascend now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The man that God wants us to be awakened to the man that is born of the word of God. The consciousness of 
that being that is born of God. Hallelujah. I told us during open book, those of you that have been listening to open book, I told you following the series, right now we're dealing with the manifestation of the man child, right? One of the things, the thing, Bible said there are things that must shortly come to pass on the earth. There are things that must, that's what Jesus said. He said they must happen. They must happen. Praise God. And God brought them up for us so that we can know the things that will happen on the earth so that when we see them, we will know what is in the scriptures. We know that it has already been prophesied and spoken that they would happen. Hallelujah. So one of the things that must happen is that the man-child must be born. It is inevitable. Sons of God must arise. It doesn't matter how weak the church is. I was sharing with pastor, the pastors, the elders that came here this morning. There was an elders meeting here this morning and I had the opportunity to just say one or two things before leaving and I was sharing with them, I said, I was sharing with them about a city, I forgot the name of the city in the US and the book is titled Making It Difficult for Those in Your City to Go to Hell and what warlocks practice in that city the city before he got there, they was taken over by warlocks, a lot of the businesses were owned by warlocks, sorcerers and they would exploit weak churches so there are weak churches Look through. They will zero through all the churches and select the ones that are weak to go and weaken them the more. What are the evidences of weakness? Strife. Strife. The ones that are not weak, they would enter. They will come in and pretend to be be in your choir, be in your, you know, they spread themselves. And then they bring their children. They want to teach their children evil. They want to initiate their children fully into witchcraft into sorcery and they are teaching their children they want to prove to their children that they are stronger than believers so they will shoot arrows of quarrel arrows of strife Pam. husband and wife oh yeah then quarrel will start they will shoot gossip arrows they will shoot they know the type of arrows to shoot because they know what gives them strength is division in our midst is division Until that man of God came and began to mend. He brought healing to the body and brought healing and brought all the churches together. The pastors that were fighting themselves, pastors that were ridiculing themselves, putting down themselves, stopped doing it. And they began to enjoy fellowship with one another. And healing started. And before they knew it, they knew it, they took charge of the city. You know what happened? They just began to relocate. All the warlocks began to relocate. They could no longer function in that city. The city was taken from them. Praise God. God is waiting for sons to arise on the earth. It must happen. It doesn't matter how weak the church is right now. They say, look, go, let's go. Let's go to the scriptures. Let's go to Revelations. Let's go and look at it. Revelations chapter 1. Verse 1 says, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. Things which must shortly take place. Hallelujah. And the things which must shortly take place, it includes persecution. It includes tribulation. It includes, at a certain season, a wrestle between the, 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 the enemy and, and the saints. 
And the Bible says that the saints could not overcome. The saints could not. It's in the scriptures. However, there are also things that are there. The end of the wicked is there. The judgment of the Antichrist is there. The judgment of the false prophets is there. So everything is in this scriptures. It's complete. Don't take it in portions. And don't allow yourself to be deceived. Because this word of God can never be broken. It will never be broken. And that's why you must labor in it. You must labor in it. After I challenged that woman yesterday, I said, look, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you who you are. If you don't know who you are, you are indestructible. Nobody can take your life. Satan cannot steal from you. He cannot succeed. And she started saying, yes, yes, yes. She sent me a text by 5.30. She sent me a psalm. A song of victory. A song of victory. What happened? She went and picked up her armor. Huh? She went and picked up. Our armor is not five hours of prayer. Five hours of prayer is good. But five hours of prayer, reading with fear, is a waste of time. Five hours of prayer, reading with doubt, is a waste of time. Five hours of empty prayer without a tangibility of God's word. It's not a waste of time, but it's, the strength it will produce will be small. Praise God. That's why we must, we must, we must, we must hold the word of God strong. I was praying with some people last week and we called a prayer point. When we called the prayer point, I sat down still for a while. And then I reached out for my Bible. And one of the people asked me, so what do you want to do? I said, I want to pull out the word that will address this matter. So she caught it. So we called, the next time we came, we called a prayer point. And I said, you lead that prayer. And she said, mm, there's a place in the Bible that says, let me, let me go to, I need to share that scripture. We need to know that scripture. Because I had never seen that scripture in my life before. But I've read Lamentations. I had never seen it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Am I jumping up and down? Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, precious Lord. verse 31 says, Lamentations chapter 3 from verse 31, it says, for the, the Lord will not cast us, will not cast off forever. Though he causes grief, yet he will show compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he does not afflict willingly nor grieve the children of men to crush under one's feet all the prisoners of the earth. Is Satan that when Satan you know, Satan has no mercy, right? He doesn't let his prisoners go. He has no mercy. The, 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 the uh, love, tender mercies of Satan is wickedness. That's what scripture says. Huh? Brother James said in the Akovan, when he was doing witchcraft, 
He said, even the witches used to call him wicked. <laughs> he said, this one is wicked. <laughs> they fear him and call him wicked. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, though he caused grief, yet he will show compassion according to the multitude of his mercy. No, for he does not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men, to crush under one's feet all the prisoners of the earth, to turn aside the justice due a man before the face of the Most High. Look at that scripture. Selah, think, think, think. What is that scripture telling you? Huh? To turn aside justice due a man in the face of the Most High. Huh? Accusations. This is accusations in the courts of heaven. So Satan will walk into the God's presence and begin to accuse believers. Begin to accuse you. Accuse you so much that you will receive all his accusations and the justice that is due you, you won't get it. If you don't know who you are. If you stand on your righteousness, you won't get it. Huh? If you stand on the, your works, you won't get it. But we must never forget that there's a price that has been paid for us to become who we have become. That price is the blood of Jesus. And that's why we plead the blood. Don't bother yourself into the legality of, I plead the blood. Is it good English? Is it good scripture? Is it doctrinally co doctrinally correct? doctrine <laughs> praise God hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah we plead the blood because by myself I'm guilty by even the accusations of Satan you know I told us something I said sometime I don't know whether it's here or at women's meeting I said sometimes listen to what your enemy is saying about you because those who love you will say good things Everything they say about you is good because they love you. But the one that doesn't like you is the one that will see all your mistakes. So if you really want to know, if you want to straighten up yourself very well, take some time and get the opinion of those who don't like you. And use it and judge yourself. Praise God. I'm not saying they're always right. They will speak evil of us. The Bible says that. But you know, you understand what I'm saying, right? Because... If, if you come in here now and you didn't greet me well and I love you, it won't matter to me, right? Oh, I'm just so happy to see you. But if I was your enemy and say, I see him, he won't even greet elders properly. See the way he's talking, right? It will turn to something else. And they are not wrong. So even Satan's accusations are right. However, he must be denied justice over your life. You are the one that will get justice. Even if his accusations are correct. Don't allow him to turn aside justice. Do you in the face of the Most High? The Most High is your father. For heaven's sake. The Most High God is your father. He's your father. And anytime you step into his courts, you are guaranteed. You know, the reason why INEC and the government of the days was saying, go to court, go to court, go to court, is because they have bought the courts. 
They know that no matter what you bring there, the evidence you bring, the judges will push it aside and say something else. Can I tell you the truth? Go to God, child of God. Go to God. Go to God. Go to God. The only evidence you need to go to God is the cross. The only evidence you need to go to cross is the blood. The only evidence you need to go to court is the word of God. The word of God. He says to turn aside the justice due a man before the face of the Most High or subvert a man in his cause. Eh? Subvert a man in his cause. A man is meant to be going in that direction. They will push him out of that direction so that he'll go in this direction. He'll go in another direction. Totally different direction. He came to the earth, spent 17 years on the earth. He could not do one single thing that God sent him to the earth for. Eh? His assignment, nothing. He's called into the ministry quite all right. God called you quite all right. You answered the call to ministry quite all right. But what he called you to do, they will plant Jezebels. Huh? They will plant smokers, breathers of smoke. They breathe over you another counsel. They breathe over you another direction. You get ideas that are from hell. Ideas from hell. Ideas from hell are sometimes very good ideas. Beautiful ideas. But not born of God. Not born of God. Bible said, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Jesus said, I do only what I see my father do. So a believer must be fully prepared and equipped in the mind to seek the Lord for the will, for his will. So that you will not what? You will not be what? Subverted in your course. That's the work of Satan. Huh? And he does it in the presence of the Most High. Huh? My Bible says here, it says the Lord does not approve it. The Lord doesn't. The Lord does not approve it. Okay? So you need to go and say the Lord does not approve. The Lord does not approve that my cause should be subverted. The Lord does not approve that I should be denied justice. The Lord does not approve it. Hallelujah. Where was I reading before? Huh? Was it? Was it? Revelations 1. Okay, yes. The things which must shortly come to pass. And I said that one of the things that what we've been looking at, we've looked at a couple of things, but one of the things that we, we've been sitting over is the man-child. It, you know it is the word of God that will produce that man child eh? it's the word of God that will morph the man child it's not going to okay because we are praying uh, it's time for the man child to be born manifestation of the man child sons of God arise and then one day God, God is not a magician God is a process God he will put the gold in the fire he will put the gold in the fire he will put the gold in the fire. 
He will put the gold in the fire. He will beat it into shape. That fire is the fire of God's word. The training of God's word. The strength of God's word. The assurance of faith from the word of God. He will cause the man to face circumstances, face situations, face challenges, face difficulties. The Red Sea was impossible for Israel to pass through it. But God said, go through the rest, go towards the rest. They were going through the land before. Eh? They were going through the land before. They would have just walked straight into Canaan. And the Bible says that the angel of the Lord leading them turned around and led them towards the Red Sea. Caused you to face circumstances. Impossible for a man to overcome. But he has given you what? A rod. He has given you a rod. You cry to God. God says, use it. Use the rod I've given it to you. Hallelujah. Concerning Paul, multitude of revelations. Paul had multitude of revelations. Visitations by angels. Visitations by Jesus Christ. You say, where did you see that in the scripture? He's there now. Jesus told him, he said, the things which I will appear to you. I'm going to be appearing to you. To show you things. I will show you what you will suffer. And I will reveal myself to you. And that myself will be revealed in you. So he had to go through the process of not just receiving from the Lord, but allowing Christ to be revealed in him. Praise God. For that reason, Satan wanted to kill him. How can a man embody God? Who is this person that is bringing God to people? Who is this person demystifying the Old Testament? Demystifying Ezekiel? Demystifying Isaiah? They should read it and be confused. Confusion of faces. They will hear and not understand. They will see and not perceive. It should stay that way. Paul said no. He was pressing into understanding. Pressing into wisdom. Pressing into understanding. For that reason, Satan said, we need to kill this man. So everywhere he went to, any city he went to, the spirits in the air will say, kill him, kill him. There's a man, Paul, he's around. There's one particular episode I read in the Acts. The whole city was in uproar. They were throwing sand in the air. I was just imagining as I was reading it. I said, because of one man. They held him here. He had to take one of the authorities, one of the officers that came and wrestled Paul from their hands. Okay, what is the reason? Tell us why you want to kill this man. Nothing. Nothing. They will start shouting. They will start talking rubbish. But Paul said, if I don't press into what gave birth to me, if I don't press into the life that I was born with, I will not finish my course. Child of God, you must finish your course. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Your course is not found on the surface. It's found in the depths. You won't find it on the surface. You must finish your course. Paul said that I might finish my course and fulfill my ministry. The only way he had to stay alive, otherwise Satan, you think Satan didn't strike him with arrows of sickness and, and diseases? That's the first thing now. I'm sure by the time they fired, fire him cancer, you know what? Fire him diabetes, you know what? It's okay, let's get physical. <laughs> right? So they started clubbing him. They sent snake, snake beat him. He shook the snake into the fire. What formed Paul? That is the making of the man-child. 
there is no man child without that formation there is no man child without that body there is no man child without that soul the man child in revelation chapter 12 that will be born by the church will be after that order make no mistake about it to be after that order thank you Jesus and what will give birth, what will make you is the incorruptible the indestructible the undefiled word of God that does not fade away the word of God that has the ability to discern the thoughts and the intents of the heart you know what the word of God will do for you as you are receiving it you know what it will do for you it will be discerning your mind opening your mind and your thoughts for you smart remove this one this one can't stand before God smart take away this thought the word of God is entering and is discerning the thoughts and intents of the heart the intentions don't do this one this is a wrong motive don't do it because of this reason do it because of this reason the word of God quick powerful Piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit. To the marrow. Why is it going to the marrow? I keep asking. Why is the word of God targeting the marrow? That's where life is. That is the place where the DNA of human life is, is contoured. Praise God. The word of God wants to enter there and change the composition of your blood makeup. So that you look exactly like the word of God. Indestructible. Incorruptible. Undefiled. You do not fade away. You cannot fade away. Souls must arise on the earth. Erebo sokota na bayande. Erebo sakaya nagabasota. Pure, 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 pure. A people of purity. Remo sokota yabashaya. Masakata na bayande erebo sata. So he labored. Ah, he labored. It's not gifts. You know, it's not gifts, right? We say some people are gifted, gifted in the word, others are gifted in prayer. Paul's life had nothing to do with gifts. It was not gifts that produced Paul, son of God. It wasn't gift. He said, he said, I labored. Eh? Did you not see it? Eh? He said, I labored more than they all. He said it was the grace, the grace of God. But I labored. I pressed into something. I did some things. I denied myself some things. I denied myself the reward of the gospel. Hmm? Offering. Honorarium. Applaud. High chair. Front row. Mm -mm -mm. See, I denied myself those things. That I might win Christ and not lose the reward. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He said, can we not afford to lead about a sister like other brethren? Eh? Can we not be leading about a sister? I can lead about a sister too. Eh? Like Kephas. He called their names. He said, like Kephas. He said, myself and Timothy and myself and uh, 
and Francis. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He denied himself. He denied himself. He said, I can take from you. Because the Bible says that the ox that plows, huh, you shall not muzzle that ox. He said, for who was it written? Was it written for the animals or it was written for human beings? He said, sure, certainly it was written for us. Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that plows, right? So it is fine to feed from the gospel. He said, but I deny myself that privilege. I won't do it. I won't do it. He said, concerning men, he said, I know of no man like-minded like Timothy. Huh? Who cares for the things of the Lord? Not their benefit. Some are serving God for what to profit them. Some are serving God. They are serving in the ministry. They are serving quite all right. But it is for their profit. Huh? It is for their gain. It is for fill the looker. It is for exaltation. It is for position. It is for who will be the next head of department. For Timothy, he said, no, not this man. Like-minded. He said, me and him, we think alike. Eh? Me and him, we think alike. Everything we do, we do it for the Lord. As unto the Lord. Not for gain. Not for gain. You know, I listened to a preacher once and he preached a message out of David. When David came to kill Goliath, David said, what shall be given to the man that will kill this beast? David was a child then. When David became a son, when David became a man, he danced naked for the Lord. He didn't do anything for himself. Everything he did was didn't look for any reward for anything. So when we are children, we can be children. Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I behaved like a child. But it's time to put away what? Childish things. It's time to put away childish things. If we must become our, come into our ordination. And I'm talking to those in this company. Some of you are online. Some of you are here. If you must come into the ordination, pay attention to the instruction, the words the Lord has given us in this past one year. Pay attention to the measurements because they are measuring to us, right? The water of Ezekiel, they measured that to him, to them. How many was? 1,000 cubits, right? First 1,000 cubits and he did what? He walked. So they've been measuring to us. Sorry, sir. So my question to you is that, are you walking according to that measurement? How many cubits have you walked? How much can you look into your life now and say, this has been cast off, this has been cast off, this has been cast off. Now, apart from casting off, I have put on this one. I have put on this one. I have put on this one. Because the Bible says, add to your faith, right? So we're supposed to be gaining crowns daily. Add to your faith virtue. Add to virtue, brotherly kindness. Add to brotherly kindness, perseverance. Add to... Hallelujah. So what have I cast off? Huh? Have I cast away anger? Have I cast away unhealthy thoughts? There are some people, this is where the battle is. It's here. Satan is throwing arrows into the mind. They're either thinking of women, or thinking of naked women, thinking of one thing or the other. Where are you going to that is opening the doors to those thoughts? 
Some people is wealth. They want to be rich. They want to be rich. They want to be rich. Anywhere they go, when they go to church, is to be rich. They go with their business cards. This is what I do. This is what I do. The has filled the mind is material wealth. Bible says there is no thought of God in their memory. Huh? He said, when you look for God in their memory, when you look for God in their mind, you can't find it. Reprobates. Thank you, Jesus. Strength has been released over you, child of God. The portals of ascension are open. Are you hungry? Bible says you will be fed. Are you thirsty? Bible says you will drink. The things that stopped you before can no longer stop you. I say strength has been released, child of God. I hear sounds of strength. Arise! Come up hither. Arise! Climb the mountain. Arise! Journey! Put a mic on his mouth. She's prophesying. Yes. Uh-huh. You must walk with grace. Yes. Let all the people praise you, Lord. Let all
Jesus. Lord, we receive your instructions this evening. You had the instructions, right? Let the people praise God. Let the people praise Him. So when you enter into your closet, praise. Praise, praise, praise. Train yourself now. Begin to train yourself in praise. Train yourself. Read Psalms and praise Him. Look for Psalms that praise the name of the Lord. Sing them. Sing songs of praise. High praise. Let the high praises of God be in our mouth. And a two-edged sword in our hands. Hallelujah. That's one instruction. Another instruction is plow the fallow ground. Many grounds are fallow. We're not spending time on the word of God. You're not spending time reading the word of God. You're not spending time studying the word of God. You're not spending time gazing on the word of God. Your ground is fallow. It has to be plowed. Father, we receive your instructions. And I declare that there is strength in this house to obey the Lord. I said there is strength in this house to obey the word of the Lord. There is strength in this house to do the will of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The enemy will wrestle with you. Don't think he won't wrestle. But there is strength to overcome him. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. The Bible says, even if it tarries, sometimes it looks like the promise of God is tarrying. The Bible says, wait for it, for it shall surely, it will not fail. It will surely come to pass. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Masaka Taniba. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the visitation of your word. We thank you for visitation of Michael, your angel, our prince. Daniel called him our prince. He's the one that will war with us. He's the one that will war for us. He will, he's the one that will throw down the dragon for us. Father, thank you for sending him to us. Father, thank you for equipping us, for strengthening us. Hallelujah. I want you to begin to make conscious effort to train your body, your physical body. The man child needs a body that has tasted resurrection. There is no man child without resurrection manifest in the body. And resurrection of the body will not come to you as a gift. It will come through training. Did you hear what I said? This is my last word to us. Begin to train your body into life. Begin to deny yourself some physical pleasurable things. And when you take those pleasurable things away, replace them with labor in the word and labor in the spirit. That's how your body begins to morph. And faith in the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, we receive grace to do what you have asked us to do. We receive grace to obey you. We receive grace to obey you. Set up an altar in your home. 
make sure there's a play a praying place in your home and you visit that altar daily you visit it daily and every day when you go there speak to the altar command the altar to increase in strength let it increase in strength I'm seeking God now 20 minutes every day here one day I will sit here for 24 hours it's possible and the presence of the Lord will keep you there gradually what are you doing? you are inheriting life you are inheriting life Bible says the men who inherited the kingdom are men whose Bible says some of those men said this world was not worthy they looked at this world and said this world is not worthy of me it's not worthy of me thank you Lord Jesus Father we thank you for your word thank you for entrance into life thank you for taking us no matter how low we are Father Lord you are you are you are you are so loving that you stoop down as low as we are to raise us up because you have offered us a place on your throne thank you father hallelujah amen things to describe what occurred to me. Pregnant women sleep a lot, correct? Pregnant women, they sleep and they are maybe are not as strong as in the later part hallelujah did you hear me does that make sense and I'll tell you why okay what I'm saying is not contrary to what she, st- what she thought and then after a while the, the body of the pregnant woman would reject the baby or release the baby. Is that the word to use? Correct? Now, this, these are the things that struck me when you were teaching. And what I learned from that or what I think the church is giving birth to the man child. Like, seemingly weak. So don't allow that seemingly weakness to discourage you from pushing does that make sense? Do you understand that? I got it while she was teaching. 
You understand? After a while, the so the, I have to be very careful so that you don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. Okay, that's why I'm using the natural thing. After a while, even the baby himself wants to come out of it. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm very uncomfortable. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So we shouldn't look, don't allow yourself because most of the prophecies, most of the things that um, we hear, prophecies, is that the church will continue to do their own thing. Am I correct? They'll continue to do their own thing. Don't look at that and say, after all, continue with the labor. Do you understand? And I like the fact that don't depend on gifts. Do you understand that? But labor into your own. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's no harvest that doesn't come from labor. Right? Right? If you don't know the time for planting and you don't observe the rains and all that and you just keep lazing around you're not going to you would reap tears and uh, you understand but if you labor in the spirit praise God and weed off weed off what's that thing tears and weed off uh, weed you understand so that the good seed would be able to find expression that's what she was doing when she was touching the head of her smart. Telling him that, you know, take this out, take that out. That taking this out and taking that out is removing the weeds so that the seed of the word of God would have enough space to express itself for harvest. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, pray for pregnancies in this house. I pray for pregnancies in this house. I pray for childbirths in this house. Hallelujah. I pray for safe deliveries in this house. I pray for birthings not subject to any form of disease or anything, but purity in the name that is above every name. Amen. Father, we thank you for sitting on, incubating this house by the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. We call forth fresh and new generation of children in this house in the name that is above every name. Father, we thank you and we bless you. We thank you, Father, for marriages in this house. Righteous, right unions in this house. In the name that is above every name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anya Lewiches, please come on. Well, 
in the season of the feast of Hanoka. Who knows what's Hanoka? Who knows what's called the feast of Hanoka? Huh? Come here. us to come out and help me in this process. Right. Feast of light. Feast of light. Yes, sir. Okay. Talk some more. A little bit more. Feast of light. Huh? Feast of light. That's all. Feast of light. Feast of light. Okay. Give to her. The, the Feast of Lights, where they light the seven candles. Um, is it that, seven candles? Isn't it? There are nine. Oh, sorry. That, that, that. No, not this one. Oh, okay, there's another. Okay. I keep forgetting. Yeah. But they light the candles. See, my, my wife and I prophesied in 1990, 2019. Is it 2019? Yeah, 2019. In Dubai. December that gave birth to 2020. Yeah. And we it was January 2020. Yeah. And we were talking about the things that the world will go through. <laughs> Did you know that we're going to do that? No. We didn't know. We were just prophesying. We didn't know what was up against not just us but the whole world praise God but in that I talked about it's called Hanukkah is a feast of dedication it's a festival of lights also okay of the temple praise the Lord hallelujah so today we have a guys wearing my dashiki. I have a dashiki like this. Pastor Chidi. Where are the pastors now? Pastor Bimbo, come out. Pastor Chidi, Pastor Samson, Pastor David. Pastor Israel. Names are Chia Gozi Alam, Joseph, and Yaliwichi. How many Joseph do you have in your house now? This guy is Joseph too. He's not Joseph. I thought 
Don't you call him Junior? Yeah, his name's Amayachi. They're playing tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know this guy was coming? Because <laughs> you gave this one Amayachi, and then you gave this one Joseph. Okay? Hallelujah. Amen. Joseph. Just help us. Father, we lift up Chim Agozel and Joseph before you. Can we be praying, those of us? Before the full council of heaven and even the kingdom of Satan, that today Chim Agozel and Joseph has been dedicated to the Almighty God the possessor of the heavens and the earth, the one whose name is Jehovah El Elyon, that among the elves he is the most high. And from today, Shimagozil and Joseph becomes the child of the living God before all the hosts of heavens, every human witness, every spirit witness, that freely the parents has handed her over to us to hand over to God that from today he is a child of God and the covenant that is entered today is unbreakable that he will not choose by himself whom to serve for the parents has chosen for him according to the order of the family that you will serve the living God and therefore, the, the, the reins of the enemy cannot influence you and Amen. succeed in the name of Jesus. Amen. For even when the enemy tries to sway you, the Almighty God will always take you because you are his possession in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And the ceiling of this covenant entered into today by your parents on your behalf before the whole witnesses, both spiritual and physical. In Jesus' name, you belong to God and not to any other. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Not only you, but every other child in this household. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And the Father and the Mother. Hallelujah. This whole family. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. How many of you know uh, Alozia? Yeah. This is Alozia's elder brother. You guys don't know? <laughs> I just want to be sure that you know. Praise God. All right. Thank you. God bless you.
give you give you a five five hallelujah Thank you, Father. We worship you for your body and your life, your blood. Lord, we partake of your flesh and your blood. We come into your strength. We come into your energy in the name of Jesus to make your life our experience in the name of Jesus and we declare anything that is not consistent with your life in our bodies, in our souls in the name of Jesus as we eat we judge them in the name of Jesus Christ we ask for the experience of eternal life in our bodies, in our soul, in the name of Jesus. We declare in Jesus' name that we eat your body. We declare that we drink your life in the name of Jesus Christ. They are alive to our flesh. They are alive to our souls in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, blessed Father. Thank you, blessed Lord. We give you glory. We give you worship. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. So you can serve the communion. Hallelujah. Worship you, Father. We worship you, Jesus. We thank you because we know we're in covenant with you. The covenant of life. The covenant of peace. Oh, Ozenebaha, Kabanigele. Oh, this house is full of your glory, full of life. 
We are the generation that seek your face. Thank you. Thank you for the manifestation of your life. Oh, we worship you, Father. Oh. Wow. This is heaven on earth. We worship you, Father. Oh, we give you praise. We call for the voice of the covenant over this house. We call for the voice of the covenant. The covenant that is in the blood of Jesus. We call for the covenant, the power of this covenant, my Father. That the covenant of the blood rules over every life, every, yes. every family. Yes. We call for fruitfulness. Yes. We call for fruitfulness. Yes. It will not be stolen from you. Yes. It will not be denied you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We declare, we decree. Amen. Amen. That this house brings forth. 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 Amen. By the power of this everlasting covenant. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. We employ the mysteries of the blood. Amen. This evening to Amen. buy back. Amen. To repurchase, Amen. to repossess, Amen. to restore Amen. everything stolen, Amen. everything lost Amen. in your life, Amen. in your loins, Amen. in your womb, Amen. in your hands, Amen. in your feet, Amen. amongst your children, Am
Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We call for sons from your loins Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. We call forth in the name of Jesus. Amen. The fruit of the ground. Amen. The work of your hands. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I love the book of Job, chapter 20. There's something he says there. He said, The serpent, he said, but though he swallowed up riches. He said, by the commandment of the Lord, he will vomit it. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. we receive Amen. anything that was any riches Amen. in any dimension that Amen. was swallowed up. Amen. And the voice of the blood of Jesus. Amen. We employ the voice Amen. of the blood of Jesus. Amen. And we receive them back Amen. with the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We call for the sprinkling of the blood. Amen. We receive the angels that sprinkle the blood Amen. of Jesus. The Amen. angels of the blood of Jesus that Amen. minister the blood in covenant. Amen. Amen. We declare that the blood is speaking. Amen. I told you guys many times we will not be breaking bread ceremoniously again. Yes. We break blood with power. Yes. We break blood. We drink the blood with power. Amen. And your power is in your mouth. Amen. Your power is in your mouth. You're you opening your mouth and declaring what God has done for you, what has been wrought for you through this covenant. There is power in this covenant. You can't just be reading it without seeing it in your life. Amen. Thank you, my father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say, I inherit the blessings. I inherit the blessings. I inherit the blessings. the blood of Jesus. I inherit the blessings. I inherit the bloodline. In the bloodline of Jesus. There is fruitfulness. There is fruitfulness. In the bloodline of Jesus. There is fruit bearing. In the bloodline of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the blood. 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 We plead the blood over every feet. We plead the blood over every hand. We plead the blood over every man, every woman, every child. We plead the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, we receive Father. the children of this house. Amen. We receive the children, babies Amen. of this house. We receive you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the power of the blood of Amen. Jesus. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, it is done. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh, glory to God. Father, we worship you. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the activation of life, your spirit. 
in us, with us, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, briefly, we are living here. Um, let's remember immersion. Hallelujah. Let's remember immersion and um, let's try to participate. Every one of us should try to participate. It's our program. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So let's try to participate. Every one of us is expected to participate in the mission in one way or the other. Um, if you don't have, um, you know, your own particular child, you can register, try to register one or two person or invite one or two person. And equally in the place of prayer intercession, we'll be fasting. I hope every one of us are participating in the fasting. Amen. We've been fasting. I think we'll be ending the fasting on the 15th of this month. And prayers will pray 4 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. So try and participate in the mansion. Hallelujah. Praise God. And uh, all the volunteers uh, were expected to meet here tomorrow by 3. Um, so let's plan towards that. It's better to meet here tomorrow by 3 um, p.m. Hallelujah. Um, we're having one more stretch. 50 hours stretch. <laughs> Amen. So we're starting on Thursday. I mean Tuesday. We'll be rounding off on Thursday. Praise God. 50 hours stretch. The Lord will strengthen us. Hallelujah. He just towards a mansion. Preparing ourselves for a mansion. Um, we are, the Lord is activating our desire. We are expecting God to do what we have not seen in a mansion before. Hallelujah. So that's why the Lord is placing a demand on us. Uh, the Lord will help us to pay the price. Remember the teaching we heard today? The Lord will help us. So don't fear. Just come around. Hallelujah. Praise God. We start on Tuesday. We end on Thursday. Black barrel long by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, um, this preparing uh, is bright to most of our visitors. Brian is bright. We meet here every Saturday, starting from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Hallelujah. So I believe we would like to see more of you. And also on Thursdays, we meet from Mekizade School. Um, it's a school every Thursday by 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Hallelujah. So Mama said we are meeting again by next week. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tuesday. That's what I said now. Tuesday. Crusade. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Crusade. 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 I think this is our first crusade here. Hallelujah. Most of you, I, I know if we say crusade, most of you say our in our church, we should have crossover night. Hallelujah. But 
let's try to you know make this crusade hallelujah how many of you how many of you will do can, can i see your hands up it's a light up i've not seen your hands up crusade now we're having crusade here 31st night so let's try and plan and ensure after immediately after the immersion we'll start um the preparation the preparation is ongoing they will start prayers and you know you know our crusade is power eh? uh -huh. so we are trusting god for this crusade hallelujah so let's join forces together see how we can bring the people uh, in the good houses you know to encounter jesus christ hallelujah so 31st night we are going to be celebrating we are going to be dancing god's presence we are going to be celebrating god's presence and if you have whatever things you have that day say you are free to bring it hallelujah praise god so let's let's bear that in mind so we're having crusade 31st night hallelujah a power night by the grace of god hallelujah any other announcement mike okay so we can stand and share the grace let's let's remember by giving our offering we can give online or on site hallelujah so let's give our offering father we want to give you praise and glory we worship you can we just go ahead i want us just the minute you are living here can we just lift up our hands and thank the lord and thank the lord for the visitation thank the lord from your heart appreciate him appreciate him say father we thank you we are not taking what you are doing in our lives we are not taking it lightly we are not taking it lightly from the depth of our heart we are saying thank you we are saying thank you thank you father we give you praise we are saying thank you thank you father thank you thank you thank you thank you father we give you praise we give you all the glory we give you all the worship we give you all the praise we give you all the glory can we say we give you glory i'm not hearing you louder can we say we give you glory we give you praise glory to your name we worship you in jesus name can we share the grace in his presence the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the sweet fellowship of the holy ghost rest and abide with us now and always in the name of jesus surely goodness and message is following us all the days of our lives as we are the house of the lord now and forevermore amen can they say say amen hallelujah
Well, hello. Welcome, beloved. My name is Francis DeSebor, and I'm a member of the Securing the Next Generation community. And I want to talk to you about the immersion. Yes, the immersion. It's that time of the year again. It's that Holy Ghost Festival. It's that Holy Ghost Jams Festival where many young people, young adults and teenagers alike get to bask in the presence of the Lord in worship, in prayer, in activation, in meditation. Uh, um, I mean, the place of teaching as well, the word, as well as so many other things. Um, you know, over the years, the immersion has seen um, um, so many wonderful things happen in the lives of many young people. You know, lives that were going in one way, being taking them in a completely different direction. Um, many young people getting um, healed, um, um, delivered of addiction, set free. Many young people being equipped. Some of them um, discovering destiny and purpose. Um, some of them getting activated in prophetic giftings and even fivefold ministry callings. Um, many young people also discovering the truth of God's word, addiction to the things of God as compared to the addiction to the things of this world. Watching and witnessing many young people um, um, discovering just how valuable and how beautiful the Christian life is. And all of a sudden, um, the holy life that seemed boring has this allure, has this draw, has this woo that they never saw before. And that's what the immersion is all about, is getting young people to discover the more in Jesus, discover the beauty of Jesus. It's a baptism, an immersion, literally, into the beauty, the awe, and the wonder of the Lord. And overall, the fruit of that immersion, that baptism, is that they emerge free from addictions, free from worldliness, free from diseases, free from generational curses. Many young people that have been initiated as well into witchcraft, into sorcery, have been delivered and have been set free. Um, I want to you know, encourage you to join us for this year's immersion. It promises to be a blast. Our theme is I will declare the decree. And it's all about discovering the decrees of God in his word and basically doing what it says in Psalms chapter two, declaring the decrees of the Lord. Um, what is that decree of the Lord? Thou art my son. And this is Junior's immersion where we're, we're trusting the Lord for, um, I'm gonna use the word generational encounters, young people discovering their genealogy in Christ Jesus, breaking free from their earthly genealogy, breaking free from the people in their villages, breaking free from those things, you know, sicknesses that are in the family, diseases in the family, um, threats, lack of favor, different things in the family that overall hold young people back from discovering what God has written concerning them and instead just, you know, breaking into, encountering um, the heritage of our spiritual ancestors, um, the likes of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the likes of David, the likes of Joseph, of Daniel, the likes of Jesus Christ himself. I want to encourage you to please bring your young people. If you have young people in your home that fall into the age bracket that's shown on the screen, um, if you have young people in your church, if you're um, in charge of a school, you're a school administrator, or you work in some kind of service, you know, around young people, I want to encourage you, you know, to really take time out, you know, um, um, call out the ones you can. I also encourage you to, you know, to seek them out pull them aside if you need to and encourage them to come for this meeting. It's going to be very impactful. We're praying towards it. We're trusting the Lord that there'll be an outpouring of his spirit um, like never before. I'm looking forward to amazing things happening that I've not witnessed yet before. And I really want to see, I, we, we love uh, watching the Lord rock. Uh, we love watching the Lord rock the lives of many young people in, in, in multitudes. And um, this year will not be an exception. So I want to encourage you, please join us. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. There's all kinds of things to look forward to. 
And by the way, um, the first night is a worship night. We just worship the Lord and we bask in his presence. Our second night is our infamous barbecue night, what we refer to as the burning bush experience. That's going to be a really fun and tasty one. And then we have our vigil, our intercessory vigil, where we pray. By that time, many young people would have been activated and so many things and set free already. And so what's now left is that purpose, that purpose that the Lord has put in our hearts. And then we drive that purpose home with our last night and then we end up with um um, um that's like a, as our basic our, our last night of the conference and then we end up on the other side equipped with purpose destiny healing deliverance and god's word the decrees of the lord so yes please join us it's going to be fun it's going to be a blast and most especially jesus is going to be there will you be there i really hope so take care beloved jesus loves you bye-bye